1: Hey guys, welcome back to 3 Terrible Gamers Podcast. This is episode 70 and I'm here with Colin.
2: Hey guys.
1: Alright, like we said last week, we've got a whole new fresh set of topics to go over, so we'll just jump into it. Nintendo and Illuminations' Smash Bros. movie plans have reportedly
2: leaked. Goodbye to the movie. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with with the massive popularity of the Super Smash Bros. Bro Super Smash Bros. movie some people working on Illumination have started speculating other Nintendo properties could become the next animated blockbuster and some are hoping to create a cinematic universe similar to the Marvel's Avengers by working with Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. surprisingly has Rich Horror behind just being beyond just not behind beyond just being a fighting game with a massive roster, the general concept of Smash Brothers series is that each character is a toy. That's why they become trophies after defeating Master Hand in Nintendo 64 and I believe in Melee as well. Yeah. And, you know, when they're done being played with. So, I mean, the fact that there is a thing, then obviously we know they're doing a live-action Zelda as well. So, don't really surprise me about this thing, especially coming from Illumination employees, which I, I don't know how they're technically getting away with that. Or I say they'll probably be laid off or fired for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think one way they may be getting away with it is it's not confirmed yet. It's it's something they're wanting to pitch to Nintendo.
2: Gotcha. So you think Illumination's trying to pitch it?
1: yeah i think illumination is trying to pitch it to nintendo and that's why they're getting away with it being leaked because nintendo won't confirm or not if they accept or not an illumination if they do accept will not be allowed to talk about it from there on so the only reason they're getting away with it now is because it's not official yet it's just the pitch from what i understand
2: yeah even though it's considered Leak, which I know that's just... I mean, leak is a rumor, technically. Right. To an extent. You know, unless it's like documents leaked, then obviously that's a different story. Right. Forgot what line. storyline do you think they'll more base it off of that they decide to do it?
1: Um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping Melee. But I'd say probably Ultimate. Because uh, it has more of an actual storyline, I guess. But... I mean, technically, you can make a story with, or they may even do the original. Smash Bros. somehow, you know, make like the toy-like figures come to life or something, you know. I don't know. It's Illumination Nintendo. They'll figure it out. But
2: <laughs> Did the first one have 16 characters unlockable when, after everything was beat? Or was it 8 or somewhere between 8 and 16?
1: I'm thinking 12. I could be wrong.
2: You remember. start off with eight, and you unlock a few more.
1: Yeah, I think maybe right. 12 was the final roster. I'm not sure. Maybe 16. Can't remember for sure.
2: Yeah, I never played the 64 version. I played Melee and all.
1: So I've played
2: and I know 64 version
1: 30. just like on the emulators and stuff. I've never played the you know on the actual original hardware, but. Um, Definitely Melee is better than the original It's hard to go back.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Story wise, I'm gonna have to say I would think Brawl because I think overall and especially storyline, like getting up to the final boss and everything, was more in depth than what Ultimate was.
1: Yeah, yeah, it may be Brawl. I just I didn't. I played Brawl, but I liked Melee better so i didn't play a whole lot of Brawl. i mainly went back to melee because i just didn't like the wii remotes yes you can play with a gamecube controller in brawl but they ruined fox in that game and they're on after so i just went back to melee because i was a beast with fox on melee so and
2: yeah like i said they nerfed fox so much so i mean i I just played the Brawl to beat it. And I mean, that story mode was so in depth. And especially when you hit like the little maze area, if you didn't choose the light rooms or whatever, you just keep on going back to square one. Right. Yeah. With it. So, okay. But like I said, Brawl story wise to me was more in depth than what Ultimate was.
1: Yeah, it might be Brawl. We'll just have to wait and see if it's even, you know, confirmed eventually on down the road. But the or they I, may
2: do something. Through, yeah. Oh, they may do some weird stuff like how they done with the Mario movie, too, because it's technically not based off any true Mario game.
1: Right. So they, yeah, you never know. They might do something completely original. And I'm kind of thinking that's what they'll do with the Zelda movie, too, but I don't know.
2: Find out.
1: Yep. The article I have here on it says Nintendo confirmed a live action Zelda movie. Set to be directed by West Paul, very went through that, and then it says to, according to Daniel Richmond, Illumination, the Super Mario Bros. movie, who you know, Illumination helped make Super Mario Bros. movie. Anyway, is going to present its vision for a Nintendo cin- cinematic universe that will consist of multiple spinoff movies and an Avengers-style event film to wrap up the story. On paper, this makes perfect sense. There's clearly an appetite for animated Nintendo movies, as that events by the $1.3 billion box office of the Super Mario Bros. movie. Spinoffs starring the likes of Luigi, Toad, Peach, Donkey Kong, or Bowser would have no trouble finding an audience. The same is true of countless characters from other franchises like Kirby, Samus Haran, Captain Olimar, and his Pikmin friends, Tom Nook and Captain Falcon. So, um, yeah, so I guess it's just they're wanting to pitch it to Nintendo. Which, honestly, I could see Nintendo denying this, because, yes, it, it could make a good movie because there's so many different characters and everything, but... it may not make a good movie too. It could go either way. I mean, yeah, they can make it work because it's Nintendo and Illumination They make good movies and good games, but I could also see Nintendo not just hearing it and then just denying it outright because Super Smash Bros. typically isn't made for an in-depth story. It's made for just fighting against your friends or whatever. They don't go heavily into the story usually. It, the story seems like more of an afterthought behind everything else.
2: Yeah, because the first, especially the first two, like I mean, like I said, I didn't play the first one, but I would assume it was even less in-depth than in what Melee was, but in Melee you had two options. You had Classic Mode, which I'm assuming was the N64 version. You just fought a bunch of yeah, people. Yeah, it is. And then, you, and then, obviously in Melee, you had Adventure and Classic, so you had... A story to run through with you know it was the same story every single time you could do different times different like if you beat the first level with like two seconds well a two-second digit to end the timer you know that's how you unlocked ouija in the adventure mode Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so i mean the adventure mode had secrets but not like story secrets it didn't tell a story and everything repeated itself with every character
1: right and uh melee too once you unlocked everybody you unlocked all star mode yeah Yeah, to go along with classic and adventure but yeah either way even with all-star modes it wasn't a story really i mean the closest thing you had to a story in that game was adventure mode and it wasn't really a story because it was just like you said it's the same for every character pretty much
2: yeah i mean i know nintendo wants to try the movie side of it more even just a game but the fact that people's already trying to compare it to like a Avengers situation or a cinematic universe like that that people don't realize that they would have to touch on older games. They'd have to touch on Earthbound. They'd have to touch on Samus or Metroid in general. You know, they'd have to break those stories down further because all those characters are playable characters, if that was the case. There's a lot more... I'm not saying there's a lot more... Obviously, I know comic book-wise, there's a lot more uh, Avengers and stuff than what there is uh, melee characters at the end of the day. Right. In the whole cinematic universe situation.
1: Right, and like you're talking about, like, the Avengers, like, for the most part, the Avengers, all their movies and stories line up together, so they like you said, they'd kind of have to do that within the Smash Bros. community, too, if they wanted it to be Avengers-like. So, like, where they already had the Mario movie and they're having a Zelda movie, they'd have to have it kind of tie into the Smash Bros. movie, too, if they're wanting to do it kind of like an Avengers-style, or if they're wanting to make it, like, original Super Smash Bros., like... The Super Mario movie and the Zelda movie didn't ever exist. Like, they don't know anything about it. You know, stuff like that they could do, but it might be... I think I like stuff better when they do tie together and acknowledge other movies or other shows in the franchise.
2: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's all the Mario movie was for at the beginning part of it. You know, that you had the Punch-Out Pizzeria and, you know, mm-hmm. you had all kinds of just Nintendo stuff in the background.
1: All right. Alright, we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know when we find out something else about that, but we'll just wait and see. Moving on to the next one. God of War Trilogy Remaster Rumor.
2: Uh, yeah, this I mean, not really a shock. I mean, it's surprising to say the least just because I'm Like I said, I think I played 2 as a kid for whatever reason, somehow, I managed to play it as a kid, but uh, at the end of the day, the trilogy remaster would be coming to PS5 only, surprisingly enough, But, but like I said, this is all a rumor, so you know, take it with whatever grain of salt you want to, how big, how small, but it wouldn't surprise me, especially since the trilogy done pretty well with, what was it, PS2 and PS3?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, which I didn't know this because, like, I haven't played the second round of games at, you know, the 18 version or the Ragnarok. It just came out, is it? Yeah, it's called of Ragnarok. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize that. Which, of course, like I said, I was a kid whenever I played the first little second game of it. I didn't realize that they switched from Greek mythology to Norse myth- Norse mythology with this next series. So the original three were based in the Greek, so obviously it's going to go for more of a nostalgic feel because a lot of people are complaining that they did switch to the Norse side surprisingly enough. Like, they still like the story and everything, but they were like, why would you switch from Greek mythology to Norse mythology instead of, you know, keeping it all in the same thing, which I guess technically if you... Because, you know, in the older games, he beat all the gods he could beat and all the I guess technically titans yeah not really it's been a while since I've done mythology stuff but, but so you know obviously they would have to switch through but if they decided to do this because like I said it is a rumor uh, it's rumored to be announced in 2024 and a possible release sometime in 2024 as well which I say if they do that they'll just shadow drop it at that point if that is the case and then there's also that it would be announced in 2024 and then it would come out in 2025. Yeah. But like, it's more of a nostalgia play. Do you think the same thing?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think they'll sell well for, they'll sell well because of people like the older generation. I mean, I guess we're technically part of the older generation now. I guess, but uh, people like us, I guess, and then the younger generation that played the 2018 God of War, and then the newer Ragnarok came out what last year, year before, or something like that. But
2: yeah, well, coming at least two years ago.
1: Yeah, two years ago. So they'll sell well because of us and the newer generation, but I'm afraid that the newer generation won't know that they're two completely different kinds of games from, you know what I mean? Cause the originals were just hack and slash and the newer ones are yep. more adventure games. So I'm afraid that this might see some backlash from some of the younger audience that they're not expecting it to be yeah. different than what they're used to.
2: Yeah, because we even had this conversation the other day off the air, you know, just you and me talking how we normally talk, mm-hmm. is that you was explaining to me, because we've been asking you about Ragnarok, I know you've played it, or not Ragnarok, the 2018 God of War, yeah. when you're uh, PC, that, you know, you explained to me that it's no longer a true hack and slash, it's more adventure with some of that sprinkled in. Yeah, Yeah, it is.
1: And I like it better the newer formula because I, I just like adventure games better i when i was younger i did like hack and slashes but now that i'm older i like to think and you know do adventures it's i mean it's like a zelda game kind of you know you're going out solving different puzzles advancing through the story whatever and then hack and slash kind of like a zelda game you know it's, so it's similar to zelda in that way which is why i think i like it better because zelda is my favorite franchise of all time and, I mean, I have went back and played the first two, actually the first three, God of Wars on emulators and stuff, but I kind of always like going back to, to the 2018 one better because it's just like the new formula.
2: Yeah, and I think I would be stuck with the original trilogy, people, because I still catch myself playing Ninja Gaiden to the day, which is a true hack and slash of nature.
1: Yeah. When, like...
2: Grand, um, you got me on... I prefer, you know, the normal Zelda as opposed to the, like, the Hyrule Warriors. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, Hyrule Warriors, I mean, they're alright, but I'd rather play a traditional Zelda game. But, well, I mean, I may still try the trilogy out if it's a real thing, but uh, just to hit the highlights of it, you pretty much covered, I mean, really, it's a rumor, so there's, you pretty much covered everything with it, I'll just hit the highlights. It says the original God of War trilogy, which chronicles kratos revenge against the greek god or of war Ares, may be getting a remaster release for modern systems the first two games were released on ps2 and the third game on ps3 with only the third game receiving a remaster on ps4 in 2015 the insider suggests that the remaster trilogy could be released in 2024 or 2025 but the scope of the remaster is not yet clear um so that's just the highlights of it pretty much so like you said 2024 it may be announced 2024 and released in 2024 shadow dropped or it may be announced 2024 and released in 2025 but i kind of agree with what you're saying it's not something that they need to build a lot of hype behind to announce it a year early it's something that they could announce in a Sony State of Play and release it that same day or just release a couple months later. Not something that really needs like a your- lot of hype.
2: Yeah. You got the old heads like us that's going to buy it regardless or get it in some way, shape, or form and then you got people that's just like, oh, okay, I've already beat the two that I've played, you know, 18 and 22 version. So I want to play the old three to see what it's like. Right. In case they don't have a PS3.
1: Right, I mean, I know some younger people, they'll do the research, they'll know that it's not their traditional God of War, but I'd say the majority will say, oh, look at this God of War trilogy, you know, I, you know, the older ones, let's pick it up, try it out, and they're going to be disappointed because they'll it's never- not <laughs> what they think.
2: I was say, I know for me personally, you know, I haven't had a PlayStation since PS2, so, you know, I've definitely never got to play the third one.
1: Right. The only, I've played it on the emulators, only only reason i played it, but which I do have a PS3, I just didn't, for the longest time, didn't have a copy of it, so. All right, uh, we'll move on to the next one, sticking, I guess, kinda with the PS3, Uh, since I just mentioned it. The PS3 still has two million monthly active users
2: uh, yeah, that actually kind of shocked me with that. Yeah, like, I was impressed. Uh <laughs> me too, because, I mean, you definitely probably won't hear about them at the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> generation. Or, I mean, what, even the Wii? Because that's technically part of the same generation.
1: The Wii has Which still was, has a lot of is, players,
2: but it, no, I don't think it
1: has two million players. That's a, that's a players, lot of people. But,
2: but, you know, PS3 and Xbox were more online focused, while Nintendo was like, eh, I can really care less about it. You can do it, but, you, you know, there's not really going to be anything set up for it. Right. But, anyways, getting back on the topic form, uh, PS3 has actually 1.9 million active users, but, you know, close enough to round it rounded up. Yeah. Uh, it released all the way back in 2006. We was eight. Yeah. Uh...
0: my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Yeah, you are just slightly <laughs> younger than me. Yeah, yeah you're uh, really old. <laughs> but it seems like a lot of people are still getting enjoyment out of the system, obviously. According to the information in the recent Insomniac leak, which so, you know, going back to a topic we was talking about last week... Uh, it was, like I said, 1.9 million monthly users. were still spending time with the console as of February of 2023. So technically, this was from a year ago. So kind of take it with a grain of salt. But like I said, it goes into it because it is the Insomniac side of the leaks that we was talking about literally just last week. Uh, but at this point, it was like I said, just a year ago. I'm reading this from, I believe, Game Rant. Yeah, just uh, and things it. have changed since then. We also don't have any idea where these consoles are located or what games are being played. Regardless, the number is obviously oppressive and it says a lot about the long term enjoyment some gamers get out of the system. Uh, the most logical explanation for PS3's continued use of the console li- is the console library. Yeah. Neither PS4 nor ES5 offered backwards compatibility with the PS3 games, leaving most systems games stranded. A lot of PS3 classics have been brought to the modern PlayStation consoles, including first-party games like Last of Us and God of War 3. Uh, and third-party favorites like Arkham, Knight, Arkham Asylum, not Arkham Knight. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V. That's insane. but Well, yeah, because it was 2013 when it released and that was the last year of it. Yeah. So even GTA 5 on the ps3 right there at the end of its life cycle that tells you anything (laughs) however there is simply no way to access a lot of other ps3 games besides playing them on the original system but like i said that you don't hear about that with any other console brand surprisingly enough but i know that Xbox 360 games wound up being backwards compatible on the Xbox One, so that does make sense to an extent Then, like I said, the Wii went to the Wii U, so we don't really count that dilemma in itself for that comparison.
1: So yeah, that's kind of the point I was wanting to hit was yeah, there's almost 2 million players still in the PS3, but it's because of those games being stuck on the PS3. Xbox, From it seemed like almost day one when the Xbox One released, they was focused on more and more games getting backward compatible. So that kind of... You didn't have to have an Xbox 360 anymore because you could play most, if not all, of your 360 library on your Xbox One. So uh, I think that's the main reason you don't really hear about people playing on the 360. Even though I do hear people modding their 360 playing games but like actually playing it how you're supposed to you don't really hear that that much
2: no and i mean with a grain of salt too because that was the thing xbox one promised from the get-go was backwards compatibility and it was still a good solid like year and a half before it actually even happened
1: yeah well well yeah i mean there was games here and there and then you could go in there and vote for what games you wanted backward compatible next and whichever one got the most votes you know they would do and and you know, we voted for all the call of duties and stuff like that and they eventually did support them but it took a, it did take a while yep All right, uh, move on. Let's see what we got here. I just two more I want to hit for sure, cause they're they're awesome. The two that I have left that I would definitely want to hit. Uh, GameCube launcher revealed.
2: Uh, yeah, that, that's shocking to say the least, but uh, it's a no solder open disc emulator, Wi-Fi disk loading development by Team Off-Broadway. Launched in from memory card screen. uh, You launch in front of memory card screen, which is a cool uh, thing to me because, uh, yet again, I'm not like Ashton. I don't really get heavily into emulating, so to me, I had to watch a whole video on how this was working, uh, and I still didn't really comprehend most of it. But uh, from what I've seen is, it's like a little, I, I want to call it an insert, but it's not really that because, I mean, it is, but you don't have to solder it in. It's like plug and play. And then, yeah, it's a plug and play situation. There's the right terminology for it. But like I said, what I liked most about it was because we're technically we don't have a disc in there. It's going to automatically send you to where you can choose the options. Like if you was... To hold in any button on the original GameCube to get to your memory card save, uh, or whatever settings you needed to get to inside your GameCube. Uh, and then you go to and whatever games you had selected off the emulator, you would choose those games and it would load how it would normally load for the GameCube. So that was pretty awesome,
1: yeah. So it's kind of similar to what I have in my, I don't know if you, my orange GameCube right there right there orange one it's called a gc loader so what it is is you take the optimum optimal optical drive out the laser take it out and you put the gc loader in and then you run your games off an sd card that way but with this it's different because you don't have to take your optical drive out you can leave it in and it gives you that option to still play disc games if you want to or you can play them off a of an SD card with this Flippy Drive is what it's called. And then the launcher that's on the Flippy Drive is called Cube Boot. And that's what Colin was talking about with if you hold down the A button when you're starting up a GameCube, you know, the cube, you know, spins around or whatever, and it goes into where you can load the game from the menu, you know, you go select the game and hit start on the controller and it boots into your game. So that is the launcher. You, instead of, whenever you turn on your GameCube, it would spin the cube. And instead of, uh, I think when you push down on the joystick, it would take you to your memory card and you could, you know, all the little icons on your memory card, you could access. Instead of your memory card, it'll be all your different ROMs you can select what game you want to select and play it that way so I thought that was really cool really cool that you can still play your disc games if you want it's no solder so anybody it's friendly for anybody to buy and just plug-and-play you still have to take your GameCube apart to install it but it's I mean it's four screws to get the case off so I mean it's not hard uh, I mean, it's, it's it's really friendly for anybody that's afraid to solder or anything. Uh, I think it's a really good thing. And I'm happy that the GameCube's getting a lot of support this far down the road, you know, because it's my favorite system of all time. There's been a ton of love for it in the past couple years. But I'll just go quickly try to read through this it says it will have the following specs and features no solder internal install into the original disk drive slot load games from sd card load games over wi-fi no software patching games can run stockly said on this built-in game selection without using swiss which is another launcher that i use on my orange gamecube currently it's the only launcher for the gamecube but QBoot is going to change that and it says also support for loading games with swiss which you can use swiss as well uses commodity parts making a shortage unlikely not sure what that is original nintendo disc drivers are not destroyed to get connectors so it keeps everything stock. keep your original disk drive installed and play physical discs which is optional you can take it out if you want you don't have to play physical discs and it says upcoming features in early 2024 that won't be with the launch is Bluetooth controller support, which is pretty cool. And then it says configuration with BLE using PC or phone, so you can link it to your PC or your phone, your Wi-Fi, and put more ROMs or whatever into it. That way, you don't have to always take out your SD card, put it in your computer, put ROMs on it, and put it back. You can do it over your phone or your PC. Also, upcoming add-ons is USB drive loader, which means you could... uh, Put more games on like a external hard drive and put games on it, and then a USB game controller. So you could plug in your controller, like a Xbox controller for USB, and play it. So you don't have to play through or Bluetooth or you don't have to use an original GameCube controller. So uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I mean worth telling people about because like you, I know you you're not being on the emulation and everything. But this could be something that you could put in your GameCube. You don't have to solder anything and then, you know, whatever. Because soldering scares a lot of people that's never done it before. And that's not used to it. I don't have a problem with soldering, but I know, I mean, it takes practice. But a lot of people are scared of soldering. And it turns a lot of people away.
2: I just don't prefer to take apart perfectly good things that aren't broken.
1: Yeah. So this way, I mean, it's plug and play. You don't have to worry about tearing up anything. Alright, that's 30 minutes, but... There's at least one more I want to go over. The next one... It can go... It it can wait. Till next week, the next two. The last one's what I really want to talk about, because I thought that was really cool. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine mod gets a release date.
2: Yeah, uh, Super Mario Eclipse which, I mean, it's, it's posted by the Eclipse team has officially revealed the release date of Super Mario Eclipse with the mod expected to arrive next summer. The trailer confirms the full mod will be released in June 30th, 2024. With players able to try out a demo of the mod showing off some of Super Mario Eclipse's new features and mechanics, the trailer shows some sort of new environments featured as part of the Sunshine mod, adding iconic location like Peach's Castle from Super Mario 64, reimagining Sunshine's Bianco Hills. The upcoming release of Super Mario Eclipse looks to follow a plethora of impressive mods from franchises recent games. Sunshine previously received some modern love with the Flood mod for Super Mario Odyssey, allowing Mario to use the Jetpack unique techniques within the Switch platformer. Super. Mario Bros. Wonder has already received plenty of mods adding beloved characters like Rosalina and Kirby to the franchise's recent return to 2D platformer. Uh, Super Mario Clip stands to be an impressive addition to Mario's expensive mod library and welcome return to Super Mario Sunshine. So, the issue with this is, I mean, it's a great trailer. Watched it. It's about a minute and a half long, so really recommend you go out there and watch it if you haven't watched it. But the only issue is, is since they put a release date on it, if Nintendo's going to be waiting for it to really release and then shut it down, that's the only issue with it right now.
1: Well, it could, but. Um... If they get the source code out there, then there's nothing Nintendo can do, because then anybody can go and fix the game up and release, re-release it. Kind of like The Leak's Awakening. But I also heard on a podcast today, actually, that is pretty close with internal Nintendo, and they say that Nintendo doesn't mind fan-made games as long as it doesn't compete with something they're selling on the market right now. And basically they're advertising Eclipse team is advertising this game as Super Mario Sunshine 2. And Super Mario Sunshine came out 21 years ago and there's no Super Mario Sunshine 2. So unless Nintendo is in the works of making Super Mario Sunshine 2, I don't think this is really threatened by Nintendo. Because Nintendo said that they actually like seeing what people make with their fan-made games, their uh, fan-based, you know, their creations, their imaginations and everything. So I think as long as Nintendo's not making Super Mario Sunshine 2, this should be okay.
0: But yeah, I mean, it is I, Nintendo. The name, and they
1: may but... they may shut it down, you never know. But I think this will probably be safe. Because they haven't had any intentions of going back to Super Mario Sunshine. They I mean Super Mario 3D All Stars in 2020 yeah, 2020. Was the first time they've even acknowledged Sunshine being existing since it came out in two thousand two. Yeah, it's basically basically the black sheep of right. the three D Mario's, even though it's my oh, personal yeah. favorite.
2: People didn't want to get. I mean, people didn't like the flood mechanic, flood map too easy, and everything else. It's still a challenging game. Oh yeah, I never said it was. I've never got 121 shine sprites. No, me either. But yeah, so... Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm glad to...
1: Yeah, I thought this was really cool. And uh, there is a demo out there. I am in the middle of making it, I guess, because to make the demo, you have to get their patch file, have an actual copy of super mario sunshine on your pc and put the patch file on that so you can't just download the eclipse file you have to actually own a copy of super mario sunshine and patch the file yourself and everything so i'm in the middle of doing that i'll finish that after record tonight so i can play the demo but i'm really excited i think the demo has like 37 shine sprites you can collect so it's not like a really short demo it's pretty long for what it is so i'm really excited to try it out but it says they have like, you new moves and movement mechanics and different things so they're adding a bunch of stuff basically I mean like I said they're advertising this as Super Mario Sunshine 2
2: yeah because in with 37 sprites if you was 100%ing the Mario game that would put you right around a third of the way through
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a pretty big demo actually
2: Especially if they make it to where it is, you know, the same level base, like you go into a level, exit a level, go in, go out, That would take a hot minute to get all those shine sprites, but you don't know if those shine sprites are going to come from, like, blue coins and stuff like that as well.
1: Right, like, uh, Al Delfino, they had some just in the hub world there, you can go and collect or whatever, so there may be some of that, if this has a hub, hub world, which I'm sure it will, and I'm sure it's not open world, you know, so... I'm sure it'll have a hub world of some sort. It might be Al Delfino again. I don't know, but... I'll let everybody know once I play it.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And teach me how to do it in literally a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. Once you get everything set up. <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can. So, I thought this was really cool. Let you guys know. And... I may mean, not. I don't know, I'm, I'm really interested in this kind of stuff and it's really cool. And Super Mario Sunshine is my favorite 3D Mario game of all time so I just wanted to share it with everybody.
2: Definitely
1: something worth sharing. Yeah. Alright, uh, that's all the time we have you guys. We appreciate you for listening or watching. Remember you can always watch us live on Twitch and YouTube and you can Join our Discord server, come chat with us, hang out, get any updates to our podcast. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, like I said, Discord, Twitch, YouTube. Our merch on Redbubble. We have a link to BetterHelp in the description of every episode. So go click on that if you have any mental problems going on Um, Colin you have anything else I think that's it all right thanks for listening we'll catch you in the next episode
2: later guys